This is the American Dream, Dusted Rhodes, son of a plumber, daddy, and you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into a very special, the superstar edition of the BCP Super. Excited right now to welcome in ahead of his match February 18th in Butler, New Jersey, defending his ISPW World Heavyweight title against Scotty to Hottie. Tickets are still available. Shameless promo. Please welcome him, a former ECW world tag team champion, a former WrestlePro tag team champion. The list goes on and on. And right now, the reigning current defending ISPW world heavyweight title holder. Please welcome in the superstar, Danny Morrison, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Morrison, thanks for your time, man. How are you? Yeah, thank you so much, bro. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Uh, uh, great name. I'm, fi- I'm finally glad that we got our our uh, our schedules linked up so we could do this thing. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm good. I'm psyched, man. I'm pumped. You're, you're a busy man. Yeah, we were talking to Tommy. We worked with Tommy with 80s Wrestling Con. Tommy doing some great things. Shameless promo. Guys, check out the show. Um, he said, you want to interview some of our guys? I said, we want Danny Morrison right off the gate. So thank you for making the time. We want the champ defending against Scotty to Hottie February 18th. Your thoughts going in this one against Scotty? I mean, I think I'm the only like heel in the wrestling business right now that's not backing down from any challenges. So yeah. it's, a, it's a role where I'm not the uh the chicken crap heel or uh, <laughs> as you say you know um i'm taking on everybody and i'm going at everybody and 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 i feel um i feel like just a a a, a rejuvenated kind of sense of myself where i can just kind of like the awesome. let me be creative with with just me being me for the first time and not playing a character or um or or going during the uh the normal guidelines of what a heel is supposed to be i'm just kind of just doing you know, this is more of an offshoot of back when I played uh, semi-pro football uh, before I got into wrestling. Um, I was just a very, I was 145, 150 pounds of just the most um, trash talking, um, conceited, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to rub it in your face guy. And there's nothing you can do about it. And that, that's what I'm doing now in wrestling. It's great. And it's, you know, going to this thing in February 18th with Scotty Too Hot, you know, there's a lot of things. You know, I'm not taking it for granted. That's the most thing. That's the first and foremost. I'm not taking anything for granted. Uh, I've seen him on the internet. Uh, I've seen his what he's been doing since he's been uh, let go or since he requ- requested his release. He, right. he looks great. He looks amazing. Uh, and and I'm I'm working to make sure that I'm I can go toe to toe, blow for blow, and step for step with him. So it's not something I'm taking for granted. I know who he is. I know his his regimen. I know his accolades. All of that. Um, but. You know, it's also my birthday weekend that weekend. And oh, happy, birthday. happy early birthday. It's gonna be it's gonna be a party, guys. It's gonna be a party. <laughs> and, and, and and we're gonna find out what happens when a worm goes up against a Danaconda. Oh, <laughs> I love it. That's I the headline, it. right? Yeah, it's your marquee, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. Um, I did want to talk about you working with Maven. It's so cool to kind of see him back uh, in some form or fashion. Talk about working with Maven, what that's like for you. Yeah, man, it was something that, that Tommy uh, Fierro brought 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 over. He's like, "Hey, man, because uh, 
He goes, I, I kind of see this thing with like you and Maven. What do you think about us? Let's roll with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's funny because we have a common denominator where we are both, um, we both have that Taz common denominator. Taz worked on Tough Enough that first season. And of course I was trained by Taz was yep. my, my trainer when I started. And it's kind of like, um, it's a weird camaraderie where we, we just met not too long ago, but it feels like I've known him a lot longer. So we kind of awesome. got like we kind of got that groove going where, where it just it just works, man. And it's just a, it's just a cool thing to do something that's organic and just works. So like, you know, like, you know, I actually just talked to Maven the other day. He just called me up about something. So we're just kicking ideas back and forth. We just had a conversation, which was, you know, it's cool. It's cool to kind of connect with somebody that you, you've you seen through the business and, and everything. And 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 now you guys are working together. And it's just been one of those really cool kind of things, man. And it's like ISPW has been like it's uh a breath of fresh air, not just in wrestling for me, but for, for in my life. And it's just something I needed. Um, I forgot, you know, between being a coach and a dad and all this other stuff, I forgot that I'm, you know, pretty good at this. Uh, and that's me being humble. I'm, I'm, I'm amazing at this. And I forgot that for a long time. And it took uh, Tommy Fierro and ISPW and, and all this to remind me that, that, um, that, that this is still fun. It can be fun. And, it, and it's been a, like a breath of fresh air in my life. It's been awesome. Wow. Very well said. That's, that's really great to hear, right man. There. That's that's yeah. great to hear because we were going to ask you about how how have you been able to keep wrestling the longevity for this long? Like a lot of you guys from the uh, original ECW, you guys are still wrestling yeah. at a and, and not only great. wrestling, yeah. but at a you look guys look great and at a high level as well. Like, yeah. How have you been able to keep it up? I'm 35. My knees hurt. I live at the three point <laughs> line. Like, oh, uh, you know, it, it's it's funny. I, I've I've been, you know, I've been pretty like athletic and, and I learned through the years from different people uh, mm -hmm. on how to keep up my body. So like, you know, I learned different lessons from, you know, from like a guy like a Stevie Richards, who was very, his regiment was like, you know, uh, stretching yoga. And I started incorporating a lot of that into to my daily routine. That's kept me long. And a guy like Crowbar, who's, who's doing it at, you know, we're the same age and, you know, he's a physical therapist, so he's got all these tricks of the trades and, and, um, yeah, yeah, he's very, you know, and it, it's, it's something that like, I don't need to do, um, monetarily, but it's mm -hmm. something that I, I, I love professional wrestling. We all do, you know what I mean? We all came up, we're fans of whatever genre we came up in, mm -hmm. you know, whether you're a, a wrestler, a manager, a referee, uh, a, a podcaster, a wrestling journalist, we, we all love this business. So, you know, we're all fans first and foremost, and I wouldn't do this if I didn't love it. You know what I mean? So um, it's it's one of those things where I just took the booking, you know, went, went to wrestle with Little Guido. So I was like, you know, you can't go wrong. ISPW has their first show. He puts me against Little Guido. He's been my favorite, one of my favorite opponents of all time. Yeah, and I love Guido. You get to wrestle somebody that you admire and you respect, and you know it's going to be a fun time, and you know that you're safe. And it just felt awesome. You know what I mean? It was just this awesome feeling to be out in front of, and you got to remember too, like, you know, we're coming out, out of the pandemic and it's COVID and, and people are wrestling just to be in front of people again and yeah. to connect with people. And you know, that those people kind of needed that connection too. So like, you know, they've been, in, they've been in the house and you're, you're talking about wrestling in empty arenas. Now there's people out at a show and you're connecting with them. And I think mentally from everybody's mental health, it's good for the wrestlers and it's good for the fans to yeah, connect exactly. with people to go somewhere and just kind of have that outlet. You know what I mean? To have a fun, a fun, safe family, 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 family friendly, uh, sorry for the uh, family friendly, uh, like 
situation where you guys can just kind of go out there and just have fun with each other, man. And that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. I love that, man. And ISPW, like you said it over and over again, a family man yourself, uh, a very like strong family vibe, like more than I've seen anywhere. Yeah. Really on a lot the of kids, the kids at the entrance crowd had us going like it's they were really different. funny how they follow you around. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, they hate me. Oh, they yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. But how did you uh, link up with Tommy uh, initially? And what does it mean? Do you get that tap on the shoulder to be the guy for his company? Well, I knew Tommy through the years. Um, and, and when I was in easy, he was running um and we talk about this a lot uh, at nauseam almost his the, he ran the wildwood convention center almost every week um and i'm a big wildwood guy i don't know where you guys uh if you guys are jersey shore guys freehold or, freehold yeah, yeah freehold so about freehold, what, so, what an hour and a half from here probably yeah right? it's about, about that yeah so i'm I, that was my place so like mm. my first independent show the first t- the first place uh me and Roadkill ever tagged together was against the FBI in Wildwood. Um, oh, my wow. first independent show after ECW was in Wildwood. So me and Big Sal would get off the plane during the summertime. We'd go check out Tommy's shows down in Wildwood just because, you know, we were going down to hang out and party and whatever, and we would check out some wrestling shows and hang out. So I knew Tommy a little bit from then, but afterwards he ran, I don't know, he ran some ISPW shows. I want to say... 2010 ish i'm not sure maybe around that circa that time and i did some shows then so we were familiar with each other but we we you know it was more of a, a business thing you know i was local he needed a local guy came in did, did whatever but like this next thing he was just like man you and guido really really went out there you, you guys didn't just play the hits you guys worked i was like, yeah, man because it's fun to to go out there with a guy and 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 test each other a little bit and guido's gonna shoot on you right off the get-go because that's what he does because <laughs> yeah and tommy was a fan of that and he goes oh, i mean dude he goes that that was awesome so then you know we just we did the next one and we hit it we hit it out of the park again he goes dude is this you're, you're, i could tell you're having a good time with this i go i am man i really do and i appreciate um i appreciate it because you're, you're letting me you know kind of pick my opponents or he's he would go over who, who he'd want me he could see me working with and if i and he would ask me if i if i liked that idea and so we kind of went back and forth. We kind of uh, developed a little bit of a, a camaraderie where it's uh, it's it's more of a it's less of a business relationship and more of a, a you know on a personal level, which is cool when you can you know and 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 the, and the, and the work with Bull James, who I've known forever, um, is has been you know I'm working with guys that I know I'm comfortable with, and we're just having a good time. And and I think you know, I like to think that we're telling a hell of a story with the Bull James story, you know. Um, yeah. and, and, and some things that if people are followers of the ISPW product may not get that I bull James has yet to actually win a match in ISPW, despite being the champion. And I have ah. yet to lose the match in ISPW. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a good story building up. If you, if you really get into it and peel back the layers mm-hmm. where me and bull are really trying to do something where we we're telling a story and we're getting people involved and they want to come to the next show to see what the next layer is going to be. And I think that's been, that's been a lot of fun too, to, 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 to turn the athletic contest into a drama and do something that people really can get into and sink their teeth into and follow uh, on an independent level, which I think is lacking. I, you know, a lot of guys want to go out there and just show their physical attributes and, and all the great stuff that they could do athletically and the flips and, and I think a lot of times, and it's not a knock on anybody, but I think a lot of times that gets lost in translation where people, they like to see that stuff, but I think they also want to be included in 
a story and, and be mm, involved and, and connect. And I think that's what we offer them. And let all these young kids do the flips, man. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, I get that. Uh, very well said. In fact, because we're big proponents of the indie scene here on the BCP and a lot of a lot of the guys come in that are hungry, uh, sophomore freshmen in the business right now, like they want that long term feud. So that was beautifully said. Um, who in that SPW locker room do you see either that you want to work with that you haven't worked with yet or someone you just see that like this kid, this guy, this girl, they have it. Like, is there anyone you got your eye on? There's a, I mean, there's a lot of kids in that locker room I've seen for a long time and I've known for a long time. And, um, you know, I've seen, I've been around Justin Carino now for probably about a decade and, and he, you know, and, and Nico's Rico's, you know, they're, you know, really good guys. And, and I had to really go up and down the roster to, to, to go through everybody there. Um, just, you know, but like, you know, I, um, you know, the plant kid who's with the, the vegan. Oh, we kid. just had him on Leo Sparrow. Yeah. The yeah, Leo Sparrow. Yeah. Yeah. Sparrow, Leo Sparrow. Yeah. He, yeah. He chopped me in, 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 in the bull James match, but, um, <laughs> but, um, you know, so it's, I, and I pitched a couple ideas to, to Tommy about working with some guys down the road. We're going to figure it out. But like, you know, right now, like I said, I'm focused on Scotty Zuhadi, and we'll go from there. But yeah, up and down the locker room, there's, there's a, 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 and that's what Tommy does. He brings in a slew of talent that, you know, some of the local uh, up and comers that have a real shot to do something in the business. And you got your veterans, and then you got, you know, you got, it's, it's a healthy mix of everything, which is great, which is what you need because, you know, the younger kids keep you on your toes as a veteran, and you can help them kind of slow things down too and, and and teach them a couple of things too so on their ascend up to hopefully achieving their dreams of, of professional wrestling um you know it, it's it's a good spot for everybody at this point of their careers very well said man and like we keep saying here obviously a family man first uh, always wanting to give back to the business we we're also giving back to the community uh you were telling us off air that uh, you just came back from teaching youth football or coaching youth f- football tell us a little bit about that I'm in, currently in my office right now for the uh, youth football program. I coach, I coach youth football like a Pop Warner, but it's 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 uh, you know my son's league. Uh, I got involved with that a couple of years ago. Um, I coach a couple of flag leagues for uh, kids under ten, a couple of flag leagues for kids over fifteen, and I coach at the high school in here uh, around here. We're we're going into our fourth season there, so like from. I'm pretty much football 24 seven, which is my favorite sport. And I love being around it. And yeah. So another thing is like, I, I dedicate a lot of my time to things that I actually love. So between football and pro wrestling, like I'm pretty blessed to to be involved and to, to still make money at professional wrestling and to be a paid football coach and to have people. So, you know, you know, and, 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 and it's crazy ever since this whole thing started, man, it's like interview requests and, 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 uh, bookings and and it's hard for me to like to take a lot of the bookings because I I don't frankly have the time you know what I mean yeah, to leave yeah. I would love to I would love to go back and and do some of the things you know when I was on the road as a young kid you know every weekend where am I going to be this weekend where am I going to be that weekend I just don't have the time unfortunately and and there's a lot of uh, bookings that I I I had to decline just because I just don't have the time it's not to say that I don't want to take them or I don't want to do them I just don't have the time um, physically. Um, tip top so i can i can do the schedule i just mm. don't really have the time and you know between and, and i don't want to neglect um you know because there's a lot of kids here you know youth kids and kids you know between the ages of like 10 to 18 who depend on uh, us as coaches too so like i try to spread my time out uh you know diligently to everything so but yeah. at the same time that's it, amazing it, to hear 
it's fun to do. It's fun to coach. It's fun to be in that situation, but it's also amazing to be back uh, wrestling at least, you know, two, you know, once or twice a month, which is, which has been great. And I'm on a hell of an undefeated streak too. So I don't think I lost a match in 2021, which is, you know, I'll be 48. Nice. I'll be 48. And I'm going to be a 48 year old man in, the, in about two weeks. Good for you. So, man. I was about to yeah, say, yeah, you don't good. look it, brother. Yeah. Good for oh, you. Thank, thank you. Yeah, man. I'm who trying, get, man. Who, trying. who you got in the, uh, su- I can't, I say Super Bowl, superb, but who you got in the big game? Yeah. Who you got in the Super Bowl? Who are you going for? I'm a Cowboys fan. Okay. Oh, well, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, guy. <laughs> no, he's a Giants the, fan. I'm a Packers fan. So it's all good. NFC here. Well, by the po- process of elimination, because Odell was a giant, I have to go with Joe Burrow and the bank. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I, I respect that. Is that. Fair. I respect. I'm kind of uh, against Odell too. Is that weird? Yeah. Yeah. No, it, not at all. Not at all. But yeah. I, 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 I just, I just, you know, you're on paper. The Rams should beat them by ten points. They should. I, but, I agree. What, what, what Joe Burrow's done and Jamar Chase with no offensive line whatsoever is, you know, like you can't root him out. You just can't. Yeah, you really can't. So, yeah. No. So, I mean, yeah. So I'm Team Bengals this week. Okay, that's a that's a great great choice, man. It should be a really good game, Nunez. I know you've been waiting to ask this question, man. Go ahead. No, uh, so like like I said to you before, uh, one of my best friends and I. Shout out to John, childhood friend. He introduced me to ECW, so that's one of the things that we bonded over as kids. And uh, like I said to you before, we were big fans of you and Roadkill. We loved your matches with Nova and and Chris Chetty with Simon Diamond and Johnny Swinger. So if you could tell us about, you know, what's some of your favorite memories about teaming with Roadkill and some of your favorite memories of ECW in general? Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, me and Roadkill met in wrestling school. Um, okay. We were in different classes at the House okay. of Hardcore. So it wasn't there was a lot of people went through there, probably over a thousand people. Wow. And four of us graduated. So the wow. odds of breaking it out weren't good, but we were in separate classes. And finally, we we got into uh we got in the same classes together. So it was me, him, and Chris. And eventually we got put into Team Taz. That was like the entry level position. Ah. And uh I I I'd I'd be lying if I if you would have went into a time machine back then and asked me if I would still be uh re- talking to or uh friendly with either Chris Chetty or Roadkill, I would have called you a liar. <laughs> <laughs> um when oh, I tell man. you when I tell you the three of us despised each other. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's pretty accurate and then gotcha. we got put on the ro- yeah and, we, and you know and then you know through the years me me and chris talk at least once a week and me and roadkill talk about you know once a week and we have that's really cool to hear and i see roadkill a couple times a year we actually meet at crowbar's house we have little soirees over there because you know crowbar's got basically like a, a nice little compound set up for himself with a nice there pool you know. Yeah. so you know through being around each other so much, we kind of bonded. But, you know, at the same time, like I said, it's like a brother thing. Like, we were around each other so much. There's a couple of times you had to put your hands up. and was like, I need space, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, we, 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 were, we, were, we, were, we were working. Tracy Smothers, God rest his soul, would do. Uh, yeah, rest in peace. He would do in-ring workouts for two or three hours before the show. So we would show up. We would set up the ring. We would do these workouts because, you know, they weren't mandatory, but. You didn't want to disappoint Tracy. Um, and so me and Rokio were working in the ring. We worked a tag match with two guys who were trying just to get looked at. And, you know, uh, uh, Paul Heyman and Taz and all those guys, they kind of saw it. And they were like, those, those guys got chemistry together. So let's throw them together on the show, which was a wild one. And then it became 
you know, it became a thing where I was actually, we were actually going to do a gimmick where he was going to be, he was a creek walking backwards, Louisiana kind of, I don't know, weirdo. <laughs> Yeah. And I was going to be known as Dirk Dorn because Boogie Nights had just come out. Boogie Nights. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So <laughs> that was where the, the Danny Doring sexual innuendo kind of thing came from. But it was supposed uh, to be Dirk, Dirk Doring. It was gonna, we were going to run with the porn star gimmick. <laughs> Lo and behold, not too long, not too long after that, I'm talking like that week, Val Venus debuts. Oh, okay. Okay. I gotcha. So we were, so we were can't okay, do we'll, that. We'll just go with Danny and. Just do, you know, just be, just be an over the top, you know, gigolo type, you know, cocky little in that. And I just drew really a lot of inspiration from people I went to high school with who were, that's, that's, that's who they were. They, I went to high school doing the, the Guido era, like, you yeah. know, just completely slick back hair and just like, you know, too much tanner. And I, and I was like, those guys, those guys are getting all the chicks and I'm getting none of the chicks <laughs> so I do a lot of inspiration from that and, and some other things and, and, and kind of just put that character together. And it only really worked because of roadkill. So, you know, nobody, like nobody really cares about a 175 pound kid. Who's just a cocky kid with glasses and he thinks he can get all the chicks. It's kind of lame after a while, but when you got a, a partner who's Amish and <laughs> chokes chickens um it just, it's it's that contrast that made it work but through the years yeah we had like and me and chris were best friends too so those matches with chris and um nova were great even though yeah, we love those Road matches roadkill and, and nova a lot a lot of um i don't want to say animosity but there was a lot a lot of friction there I gotcha. but you can't take a fire without a little friction right there you um, go yeah but, and simon springer and the baldies and cw anderson and bill yes. wild but you know, through the years, and me and Rokia will say this, and 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 we agree on it. It's it was it was the team of Mamaluke and, and Guido that was easily the the, the best chemistry that we had um, with the team, uh, hands down. And 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 I can never ever um, I can never ever thank little Guido enough for a lot of things. Like he was just, just really through the years of how generous him and tracy smothers and mama luke and sal and all those guys were with their work and in a selfish business to be as unselfish as they are was was uh was pretty great you know was pretty amazing and, and commendable so i can never thank him enough for the uh, shoot 20 something years of working with the guy yeah that, that, that's still yeah. so amazing to hear very well said, uh, Mr. Morrison. I did want to ask you this one. This is from our friend, the Andy Smart part of the show. Couldn't be here today. Uh, he wanted to ask the Danaconda, best name ever. Character was so similar to what we saw of Jersey Shore and early Zack Ryder. Do you feel that it was ahead of its time? Um, I it's you know, it's funny because I it's I'm a Jersey Shore guy. Um, mm. I couldn't wait to when I started getting a push on TV to shove that celebrity into um you know to go down to the shore and walk around you know what i mean and be known and and i i lived that dream you know what i mean i was i was that guy that, that guy you saw on, on mtv the only thing is at the time there were so many guys east coast oriented in ecw that's why they yeah. branched me up from ohio because they wanted to make it a little bit more spread out but mm. i would have loved to have been hailed from the jersey shore at that time but we had a bam bam bigelow who was asbury park and, yeah you know so, but yeah, no, I was, when I was not in, 
in an ECW ring, I could be seen on the boardwalk in the clubs of <laughs> Wildwood, New Jersey, nice. almost every weekend in the summer or weeknight. And I would always bring somebody, a special celebrity guest with me, like a big Sal or Chris Chetty, or, you know, we got dreamer out a couple of times. And so, you know, that was like to be, you know, 22, 23 years old and being, you know, top dog and anywhere you went and making very, making a lot of enemies because, you know, you get a lot of female attention. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and you, I don't know if you've ever been to a, a shore club, but there's guys that aren't getting any female attention at last call. They're, they're looking, they're looking to fight somebody. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and I was all too happy to be that guy, like to be that guy that was, that was like, yeah, I'm the reason why you're going home by yourself. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> always a heel. Yeah. <laughs> always a heel. I love it. Um, I do. I do want to bring this up. In fact, let's do it now. I do want to be very respectful of your time and thank you again for. Thank you so minutes. much. No, I'm good, man. I'm good. I got. Oh, good. I'm good. Till, I'm good till four thirty tomorrow morning. Oh, I love it. Don't tell me that. <laughs> yes. Um, can we hit you with the your, your Jersey? You are hailing from New Jersey. You are a New Jersey guy, legit. Yes, sir. Okay. Can, can we hit you with the Jersey rapid fire round real quick? Let's do it. Let's do it. Pork roll or Taylor ham? This is a big one. Pork roll. Yes. Yes. Finally. Yes, finally. A lot of people oh, said man. Taylor ham. We're like. Why? No, stop it. My guy. I like this guy. <laughs> Bruce or Bon Jovi? Can't stand either of them. Okay. Well, see, actually, yeah, that's lot. actually we a lot of the lot, answers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know, I, 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 that's not fair to say. I can't say I can't stand either of them. I'm not a, 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 not not a Bon Jovi fan. I wasn't a glam guy. I was more of a, a, a 80s metal guy. So it wasn't, I was kind of anti-glam. So I guess I had okay. to go with Bruce. Just, I guess because of the wrestler song, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, what is the favorite pizza spot? Uh, in New Jersey? Yeah. Yeah, or is it is it, it's in New York, isn't it? No, no, no. Okay, no. okay. I'm a Jersey pizza, yeah. Um, there's there's a place actually right by my house. It's got an eight eight on uh, Portnoy's app. So the uh, the one nice. bite app. So yeah, Love so Portnoy house in Rawway, not too far from me. It's kind of a it's like a bar pie right now. That's that's my that's my spot. But uh, there's a couple of them. There's a, there's a bunch of stuff down down the shore area i would love to try now i think there's a bunch of freehold that's been there you got amazing freehold uh freehold pizzas out there like i think there's a romeo's or something i'm not yep, sure romeo's. but there's a, there's a couple of them out there that i you know like i'm not a huge pizza connoisseur but that i, I would go with the one right by my house eight eight all right and i gotta ask you this one favorite diner we're known for our diners oh there's uh it was it was a place right by my house called the rio it was a rio guy the rio oh, okay woodbridge new jersey Oh, I work by there. Okay, I know where Rio is. Oh, yeah, oh, been yeah, there. It's, it's well, so good. I'm a Woodbridge. I live in Woodbridge. So okay, you, I you work in Port Reading. Okay, yeah, I'm actually in Port Reading right now. This is where the football. <laughs> oh, is. Small world. Oh, that's that's crazy, man. I, I wanted to ask the sports teams, but we know Dallas Cowboys. Uh, how about like baseball, hockey, uh, ba- NBA, any of that? Lakers. Really? Um, my when I was a kid, um. Magic, uh, um, I'm sorry, uh, Jordans had just come out the first Jordans, like the OG Jordans, right? Yeah, so everybody in school had them. My my mother couldn't afford them, uh, single mom. So what I got was Magic Johnson Converse Weapons with a VHS tape, a VHS tape, put magic in your game, and that's how I learned to play basketball from Magic Johnson VHS tape. So that is amazing. I need to to look that up. I still have those weapons. Um, so nice. that, that's why I'm a Laker fan because of that. Um, you know, so and obviously I'm a huge Kobe fan. Uh, baseball, I'm a Royals fan. And that's Royals. I don't I don't really I'm not really big in the hockey. Um, 
I'm kayfabe. I kayfabe heel hockey fans because not because I hate the sport, just because it's so easy to get under their skin. It yes. really is. It really is. Yeah, good at what you do. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Yeah, you ever tell you ever you, you all you gotta do is tell a hockey fan that a football player is a far more superior athlete than him, and it's just oh, it's, okay, it's, okay. oh, oh you're going there. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Always a heel. I love it. Um, I did want to ask you this one. We were talking about Zach Ryder earlier. I, I'm sure you saw this. Uh, now Matt Cardona making his way around the Indies, just a king everywhere he's going right now. Uh, obviously beating Rhino for the ECW TV belt, then yeah. kind of dishonoring it, throwing it in a trash can. Now, I believe you are the last man to hold the uh, one half of the ECW Tag Team Championships. So your thought on what Cardona did, and would you think about maybe defending those tag team uh, championships down the line? Because it's a thing. Well, well first off, um, his students, he's got these students, I don't know if you ever heard of them, they're called the Shook Crew. They're once, uh, they're, 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 they're once led by Max Caster, who is now part of the Acclaim. Ah, uh, Platinum. Creative Pro guy sounds yeah. like. Oh, oh, very, very talented guys. And, 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 and they literally challenged me and Roadkill on Twitter to the ECW Tag Championships at least once a week. The one kid, he just, he's in a hospital. <laughs> he's in a hospital right now, Bryce Donovan. I told him, I said, uh, I said, uh, if, if you get if you get better, maybe I could talk to Big Amishman to come out of retirement and defend those titles Whoa, for you. Oh, okay, okay. It's a tall task. Roadkill is happily retired. Um, but yeah, man, like we 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 we've we've had people come at us for years to bring to come out of to, to come out and do something, even WrestleMania weekend and that's and so stuff cool. Like that. But it would roadkill, it's uh, more of a um he broke his neck and oh, uh, I'll do it, yeah. It's one of those things where if I would love to do it, it'd be great to, to get in the ring with him again. But the mm. last time we did 2012 for Tommy Dreamer's House Hardcore against the FBI, and he seemed happy with 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 walking out on that note. Um, and I would never want to do anything to jeopardize his overall health or or his life. You know, uh, exactly. I care about the guy. But if it was something that he came to me with. I'd totally be down with it. So it's like I said, never say never. But it's you know, right now I'm just kind of doing my thing. Very, very well said. And I did want to ask you this one, obviously a big proponent here of the independent talent. Um, you know, sometimes you see some of these, see some of these newer guys struggling to connect with the fans, struggling to get heat from the fans. Uh, what would you have? You know, what advice would you have for some of these up and comers right now? Uh, just repetition, man, because we were those kids, you know, we were those kids coming up and we thought that anything that we, you know, any spot we got on an ECW show, we had to give you every high spot we could think of, you mm. know, um and that's just kind of what it was um so it was one of those things where we were those kids coming up and i think just over time uh you know I just gotta kind of things slow down you know and you, you learn that you can you can do when you're when you get more uh more more exposure you can do less so ah. like when you're trying when you're trying to jump off you got to show them everything you got but once you once you get known you can kind of peel that curtain back and slow things down and look at somebody in the crowd and, and, and make eye contact with them and let them know that you're not going to, you know, you're, you're, you can connect with that person. I think that just comes with time and repetition. Um, and of course you got to have an open ear too, which is like a lot of guys, a lot of young guys, they know everything, but there are a lot more that, that will ask um, for your opinion on a match or anything. Like I, there's a, there's a kid, Anthony Green, who I think is awesome. It's and great. Yeah, retro Anthony Green. Show, yeah. Alternative. Every time I want to show, he goes, yeah. Could you please watch my match? And it's like that blows me away. 
blows me away that that somebody thinks enough of me to have to, to value my opinion. So if anybody ever asks me to do this, I, I, I'm definitely going to watch it. And I'm going to give you an honest opinion because that just means a lot to me that you care about my opinion, you know? So, you know, I think that's one of the things too, where, you know, you got a lot of guys that are eager to learn and you, and, and to be honest, you got a lot more at your fingertips. Now, when I was a kid, you had to find a VHS tape. <laughs> you yeah, know? Like yeah. Now, now you just pop into YouTube. You can, like, I could watch opponents. Like I could watch tape on opponents any day of the week. And I think that's a very important thing for at, at a wrestler's fingertips to be able to scout an opponent that they might not have ever met. And they can watch their whole match set and you can go to a, like, I'll, I'll go to a show. I'm working with a kid I never met. And I'm like, can you do this, this, and this that you did in this match? And I'll be like, you watch that? I'm like, yeah, man. Like uh, I'm a pros pro. Like, I'm a student of the game. I watch as much stuff as I can. So, you know, it, it, it's a cool thing right now. I think it's a cool time to be in the business. I think it's, you know, it's, it, and there's so many places to go and work and, and apply your trade. If you're a young wrestler, and it's one of those things you gotta keep plugging away. A lot of kids just, uh, you know, there's a lot of places to go right now. So if anybody ever asked me to watch a match, damn right, I'm going to watch it. Very, very well said. And the uh, last one from me, you know, you've worked all over the place. Uh, you're killing it right now. You face so many opponents, ECW, uh, face the likes of Punk, Angle, so many people. Now we're living in a world where forbidden doors are open. There's so much opportunity, really, even through a pandemic era. It's been crazy. What are the goals for you moving forward? I, the, my goal is to not have a goal. So. You know, it, I've exceeded almost, you know, and I, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to, to not sound like arrogant or cocky, but I've, no, you I've earned exceeded, it. Yeah, I've very well deserved. Every, I've exceeded every goal. Thank you. I've exceeded every goal that I've set for myself in life. I mean, you know, like, you know, and, 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 and the biggest thing is I, I, and I feel like a lot of people should gain and, and anything you do, not just professional wrestling, anything you do is gain more, um, confidence and um drive and ambition from the people who doubt you than the people who you know who who support you and i and i i remember more of the people who doubted me my whole life than i i remember people who support me which is an unfair thing but at the same time that's what drives me you know like i want to prove this person wrong and i think that's that that should apply in all things not just wrestling but in life and work and business in whatever it is you're trying to do um there's going to be somebody and, and and a lot of the people who support you really don't support you you got a lot of people who are like you know uh kayfabe you know on the dl haters you know like oh yeah you're killing out there man but they're watching tv hoping you get released you know what i mean like and there's a lot of that and i think that that's an important thing to have you need to have that and and, and it was a it was a big thing because uh, you know people who knew me as a kid in, a, in a high school knew that i love professional wrestling and i think it really bothered a lot of people that i made it to the level I did. And then there's always going to be somebody that says, you know, that's going to judge you by how your character was written in WWE. Well, you were a WWE job guy. Well, you know, say what you want, but there's a lot of guys that would, you know, if you call that a failure, there's a lot of guys in wrestling that would love to have my failures. They're killed to be in that spot. So, you know, like, you know, you're the, the, the words couldn't, my, my, my skin is so thick when it comes to that. So, when it comes to my legacy, that's for every, literally everybody else to decide what that is. And, and as long as, you know, the people who generally know me or met me um, think that I'm a good guy, I really don't care about anybody else's opinion. I never have. If I did, I never would have put on a pair of boots. You know mm. what I mean? And, 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 and I think that's important to just, you know, if there's something that you want to do, whatever that is, 
um, I think that you should go for it because you're only on this roller coaster once and you shouldn't live your life based on what other people set up for you. If you want to be uh, a dentist, be the best dentist you could be. If you want to be a, you know, a car salesman, whatever it is, just go and be it. Um, and, and, and like Kevin Garnett said, anything is possible. Right. So that's, that's my biggest takeaway is if, if, if I listened to anybody that doubted me, I would have just given up. And so just me having my first ECW match against Taz in Indiana, Pennsylvania in 1997, um, was a success for me. Everything after that was a great, was gravy. And here I am 25 years later, actually, yeah, 25 years later, still doing it. Good for you. So, you know, like, and, and, and that's my thing is, man, just, just do what you want to do be who you want to be. Don't let anybody else tell you different. And, and so my goals now, whatever, you know, like, like whatever, whatever comes my way is just, is just cherry on the Sunday right now. So whatever I do from this point on, I'm, I'm with it, man. It's, you know, sky's the limit. So I, I never say never to anything. So wherever I go, whatever it is, if I have my last match with Sky Duhati, which is very uh, highly unlikely. <laughs> then, then i'm good with it but if you know if I, I i'm i'm never gonna retire so okay. um i'm just gonna fade away so i'm never gonna have a retirement tour i'm never gonna have a well guys this is it it's once i stop working i'm just gonna stop working i'm gonna do it as long as i can and i get that from from uh, one of my mentors tommy dreamer who seems to be mm. just just never gonna he's gonna probably he just popped up at Wrestle Pro. Yeah, we just like saw randomly, him on Wrestle yeah. Pro on on Friday. He's somehow going to come out of the grave and wrestle uh, another match. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's a, and he gets that from Terry Funk. So, you know, <laughs> it right? makes sense now. Yeah. So, like, you know, it just it's so it just you know, if you love what you're doing, do it for as long as you want to do it, and nobody should tell you like Tom Brady, who's got who's got the right to tell anybody and anything that when they should walk away. Yeah, it's not their life. It's it's there, you know. It, it's you know. So that's what I'm gonna when I when it's over, it's over. I I I don't have a time uh, a time stamp on it. It just once I just stop doing it, I'm gonna stop doing it. But I'm, I don't. I think it's in my opinion. And I'm not speaking for everybody. It's just I don't think it's something that you can. It's a decision that you can make, and and that's based on actual factual data. How many people actually say they're gonna retire and actually retire? Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know. So I'm just gonna. It's when I, when it's over, it's over. Wow, very, very well said. That I'm like all inspired now. Really, yeah. really well said. Uh, Mr. Morrison, thank you so much for a few minutes of your time. But before we get out of here, we're all about that shameless, shameless promo here on the BCP. Tell them where they can follow on your socials, get the merch, the eight by tens, all that good stuff. Uh yeah, uh, I think I have a, I have a couple shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees, but it's under my alias Sugar Mask, which is a whole nother story. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have any, I don't have any Danny Morrison merch yet. I think maybe that's something me and Tommy Fierro need to sit down and talk yes. about, but, uh, social man, I only got one. I, I do the Twitter. Uh, it's at sugar mask, which is again, uh, the aforementioned alias, um, and at sugar mask on Twitter. And, and I try to get at everybody, you know, like I, I don't, I don't, I answer anything that any questions people have. I'm pretty good with that, but I don't really do. I don't have the Instagram. I don't have, um the snapchats the you know I, I have a facebook uh set up as danny Dorn, but i never i don't think i've been on it in five years so twitter would be would be the place to get me all 
right. Well, and we appreciate uh, yeah, getting you tonight. You so much, a few man. minutes of your time doing great things for the community, youth football, uh, wrestling again, guys. February 18th, ISPW tickets are still available. This guy defending against Scotty Too Hot. He can't wait for that one. Uh, Mr. Morrison, thank you so much for your time. Stay safe out there. Continued success moving forward. Thank and, you for your time. And thank you for the years of entertainment. Appreciate you, brother. Thank, thank you so oh, much. Th thank you guys for being, thank you guys for saying that, man. That's just a huge compliment, man. Like that's, that's why I'm still doing it because there's guys that, that, that love it, watch it. And, and the fact that I'm doing an interview guys right now just means that we've done something that was very important. And, uh, you know, ECW is always be a part of me and I'm glad that it touched as many lives as it did. I'm sure every, I'm speaking on the entire roster when I say that. So thank you guys very much. Of course. Well, man. I can already tell this guy's going to be emotional as soon as we're gone. <laughs> All right, guys. Like, Come on, get out to the show, man. You got to get out to the show. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Morrison. Like we always say here on the BCP, everyone stay safe, stay positive, take care of each other. We out. Peace.